smashed. You what? Let's go! Brought Lesnar on the beast. What the hell? Whole new swag with a price on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got an increase. I get no bitches. Content on a daily. Feeling like pressure unleashed. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby mamas, baby daddies, everybody in between. It is your purveyor of mischief, Gresh. Once again, bring you the Gresh Unleashed podcast. And joining me as always is the queen of rubber herself, my sister from another Mr. Swella the Bandit. What's going on with you? Hey, y'all. I'm sorry if I sound a little raspy today. Um, I've been tired for the past couple of days. <laughs> Working. She, 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 need, she, needs a, she needs a joint. That's all it is. <laughs> right, 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 right. I need I mean, to rest. That's what I need to do. <laughs> you, need, you need to join. You need, need to sleep. <laughs> need, I mean, who needs sleep when you're on the grind all the time? So you don't really need sleep if you if you grinding like a mug. So who knows, man? You 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 trying to you trying to sleep, but uh, <laughs> if you are, no, I guess we gotta be proper with the podcast now so let us Aww. let us give you a reason why you are here you are here to listen to me <laughs> and my fam talk about everything from wrestling to real life whatever we decide to talk about here on the Gresh Unleashed podcast but if you want a reason to stick around CM Punk made his a shocking if you want to say that return on AEW Dynamite. Is he back? Is he is it going to be a champion versus champion and AEW all out? We'll find out. AEW Fight Forever. They had a video game THQ showcase, THQ Nordic showcase earlier or earlier this weekend. And um I'm not gonna front with you. It was it was it was something that we already seen before, but we'll talk about it. As well as speaking of talking about it, someone is done talking about something, and that is Bill Goldberg. He is done apologizing. To Bret Hart. Shut up, Siri. I'm trying to run a podcast. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Bill Goldberg is t- is done apologizing to Bret Hart when it comes to injuring him. Is he in the right? We, that's not for us to decide, but we'll talk about it as speaking of in the right, one of the best in the game ever, Mickey James. She is mm. apparently teasing retiring from professional wrestling. And we'll talk about that because she is one of the best in the game. That whether you like, love her or hate her or whatever the case may be, she's one of the best to ever to ever lace up a pair of boots. I I loved her early on when she was the star, the stalker chick for oh, Trish yeah. Stratus. <laughs> that was a fun time. And then when she uh, came back or when she left and went to TNA slash Impact, that was a fun time. As well as speaking of women's we got the official women's tag team tournament the what tag team title tournament that was announced earlier this or last week and the brackets have been revealed and it's already been underway we have two we had i believe it was one tournament on raw we have another one had another one on smackdown i ain't gonna lie to you this this is kind of eh shut up siri god damn this is like a eh but We'll talk about it and so much more. I know we, we this yeah, we this is what it is. Siri for some reason keeps 
keeps listening to me. Let me take my watch off because she keeps listening for some reason. Go that way. Uh, anyway, there's so much more to talk about right here on the Crush Unleashed podcast. But before we move on, we got to give a, we got to do, I guess, do some maintenance for the podcast. We got to give a, a proper shout out to the Patreon backers over at patreon.com slash Grush Digital. Without you guys, the podcast would not exist at all, but we appreciate you to say the very least for the parting with your hard earned money to give us a reason to continue. It, no matter how big or little it is, it is big in our eyes. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. So we might as well start off from, I guess we could say the CM Punk talk for when we talk about AEW. Just, okay. just because. Uh, so I guess we could start off with the AEW graph, um, fight forever. Uh, they basically show, did you ever, did you see that trailer? A little bit. It was basically released. It was basically Britt Baker, Tony, Tony Schiavone. They uh did their thing. Um, uh, I guess I can try to pull it up here. And, and for those of you who haven't seen it, shut up, phone. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, we can try to show it here and really uh give you guys. I mean, hopefully they don't strike copyright, but it is what it is. But uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, let's uh check it out. Make contain content inappropriate for children. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Tony. Hey. What are you doing? Brett. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Going to my room. No. What? Come on. Like, I'm gonna go to my room. Come on. Don't <laughs> look appropriate. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Step on the pizza. Don't let anybody see. Uh oh, friend. Pick up the pizza. You going? What? That's so nasty. What's happened in here? AEW Fight Forever video game happened here. That didn't sound natural. All oh, right, so now what? And that piece is still uh, ain't cleaned well, up. Are you hungry? Um, on second thought, why would you offer him well, a now? There. <laughs> time to reveal AEW Fight Forever to our AEW fans at the THQ Nordic Digital Showcase. Check it out, Tony. I will be me, the okay. one legendary DMD, and you will be Adam Cole. Oh man, this this game is awesome. I told you you would love it. Yeah. I told you. Am I ever wrong? No, never. no, I should. Never. Uh oh. Whoa. So so right off the bat, in the gender in the gender wrestling. Oh. 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 Wow. Look how easy this is to play. You don't have to figure out a million freaking buttons. I know I could have because I'm a dentist. Oh, I know that. But I just picked it up today and started playing it. He's just walking around with the trash can over his butt, over his head. All right. Career mode. Wow. Mini games. Mini games. Excited you tell me about career mode. Baseball. And almost lost my mind when I found out that AEW Fight Forever has mini games. How did you find out about the mini games? You told. You just told him. AEW Fight Forever coming soon. Don't add, don't add blum while you do that. Come on now. D and D. You can't flip the table, sir. Well, at least I'm no good dentist. AEW fight forever coming soon. Uh, I still. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like the the the, the visual. I do too. I can't front because we've we've it, I feel like we've for so long have been trained by 2K to accept like this over the top, be like 
beautiful graphics and all this stuff. I'm not really a graphics guy. It's more so what once I pick up a controller and play it is what I will see. Is it worth the sixty bucks that they're potentially charging for for a first time game? I don't know because it's like unless like I know they have a THQ Nordic um, THQ Nordic announced that they are doing a. Uh, I guess a demo at a at an upcoming gaming convention they got over in the UK. Oh, uh, but my thing is, I'm gonna need AEW games to slide us a demo or at least fly a lot of big, big or small content creators out to test the game and get their un, unfiltered thoughts on it because you're asking a lot for all of us to part with sixty bucks <laughs> for a game that is pretty much unproven to the naked eye what are your thoughts on what you just saw like the mini games you got i actually kind of like the mini games like if you don't really want to let's say if you don't really want to just play like if you really just want to wrestle like at that time like you know i actually kind of like that a little bit so that's not too bad i wouldn't be surprised if the mini games are for uh I wouldn't be surprised if many games before the uh like the career mode that they announced that okay. we talked about last week. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like an exclusive thing for them. So that way, uh I guess to kind of that's why I'm not I'm not out here bitching and moaning about it. I'm just like, okay, this this seems like a cool concept to go through and all that good stuff. So hopefully it's a big game. Yeah, I'm great. I just want to play and see how it turned out, though, for real. Speaking of playing the game, uh, Bill Goldberg, move on from that. Bill Goldberg, he he's had it up to to the nether regions when it comes to uh, 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 Bret Hart bringing up the, I guess, him injuring. So for those of you who don't know, over the years, Bret Hart has vented his frustrations about suffering a career-ending injury during a match against Bill Goldberg at the WCW Starcade pay-per-view in 1999. Wow. I, I was... I was three. How old was I 99? Was that... Okay, I was born in 94, so I was what, five-ish? Four-ish? Yeah. Five-ish? My math, is, my math ain't math. Five. Because uh, well, if you were born in 94, yeah, we're two years apart. Okay, five, five. All right, right, right. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, I uh, <laughs> in an in interview uh, from uh, the spring of 2020, Hart claimed that Goldberg hurt everybody he worked with. During, in, in, during an appearance on Talk is Jericho with Chris Jericho, Goldberg could come in on Hart continuing to publicly criticize him. He said this, and I quote, yeah, I, well, I get it. I mean, I understand to a point, but I'm like, yeah, 100%. Brett is still up here, man. He's an idol to everybody and everybody who would have ever been in this business. I'm a human being like everybody else. There was absolutely no malice intent whatsoever. None. Zero. So does it bother me? Yeah, I'll take it to my grave. But also, I got to say, man, I am kind of tired of, I am kind of at a turning point. I am done saying I'm sorry. I have I have said it a million times. I am not going to continue to tear myself down. I'm done. I said I'm sorry. If I if he can't accept my apology, it is what it is. You got to move on, and I've moved on. So I won't be breaching this subject too much more. Quotes, courtesy of SES Scoop or SESScoops.com. I ain't gonna cap. On one hand, I understand Brett's frustration. He cost him his career. He literally gave him a 
career-ending injury that ended his career where he couldn't wrestle anymore in 1999. But that was well over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of lean into where I agree with Goldberg a little bit. Like, you can apologize. And I believe it was a video where he actually broke down crying because he felt horrible that that happened. So if if you apologize and you sincerely mean it, that's all you can do. All you got to do going forward is just say, you know what? No comment. I'm not going to talk about this anymore because I apologize. We're moving on. Like he just did here. I apologize. I'm moving on. We're done here. What are your thoughts on this? I feel like, okay, well, you know, like you said before, like it, it's all right. Like it just, it happens. Just leave it be. It happened. You like, it's a, at the end of the day, you know, wrestling, you know, some people are prone to getting injuries. Some people are prone to have ending careers when they do get injuries. Okay, you you learn from it, you healed. Leave it alone. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, just, you, you're right there because just, it's like, just, just how many times can already? You, how many times you gonna rehearse the same like? Or, or how many times can you thing? apologize? How many times can you apologize? Is the question. Like, can you? Yeah. Like, how many ways can I apologize? So it's like at this point, like he, like you said, he like I'm. I'm done with that. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm sorry like, for the last time. I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna keep apologizing because what, what is that? What, what, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Just keep apologizing to the point where I'm gonna break. Like, I'm gonna have to get on my knees. I'm not gonna do that because at, at some point you're just asking too much. Right. I'm not gonna keep apologizing. That's just, that's just how how it is. Uh, moving on to a little bit to the women's tag team tournament brackets. I mean, we could talk about it a little bit with Raw, but the what do you what are your thoughts on the brackets for the women's tag team championship tournament? Uh, you got mm. Tamina Brooke and Dana Brooke. I said Tamina Brooke and Dana Brooke. Fuck, uh, Tamina and <laughs> Dana Brooke. They lost on Raw to EO Sky and Dakota Kai of I guess you they don't have an official name, but Control. I guess uh, they. The winner of that match will face the winner of the Alexa Bliss and Oscar match versus the Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Um, then you have you have Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah defeat Zia Lee and Shotzi on SmackDown this past mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. and they will face the winner of the Nikita Lions and Zoe Starks of NXT versus Natalia and Sonya Deville. Looking at this bracket, <sighs> this is actually kind of I don't know. Because honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because I was like, okay, this is kind of throwing me off a little bit. Because I do want to, <laughs> I do want to see Tamina, uh, Tamina, and well, they're, go- um, they're, already, they're already out. So, oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I get. Because I, because I didn't watch Raw, so it's like that's what I get. That's what I get, man. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're done. <laughs> they're going. <laughs> well, just rain on my parade, then dream. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> that, that is what I do. Just crush all my hopes and dreams. Hey, like, hey, that's what I'm here for. I got shut gotta, down. Got to bring you back to reality a little bit. You know, you, you, you stuck in the, you stuck in the past now. Come on, I had either to, that I had or I'll be way out, and it's like, all right, come back. I had, I, had, I had to help you out a little bit. I'm you, 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 you were stuck. I'm like, here. Like, come, come back to reality real quick. Like I'm, I'm keeping you up. I'm gonna keep you up to date. Oh, they gone, man. buddy. 
They gone, buddy. <laughs> they gone. But honestly, though, like I just, I, I just want to see how it's gonna play out. True. Like, I don't you... expect. I don't expect it. this one. I'm not gonna try to say, "Oh, I want this such one." No. Just, I'm just gonna just, ride, ride this one out. You're just gonna glide it. You're gonna be like, you know what? Screw it. Y'all got right. it. Y'all, you like, you know what? Hmm. Hmm. At least yeah, you're trying to do something with the women's division. Like something. Try. try something. something. It's, it's, shout out to Triple H in, in that regard. But before yes, we move on to because we're gonna before we move on to this week in wrestling, we're gonna talk a little bit about Mickey James. Cause she apparently teased her retirement or, or some sort. Let's talk, let's look, let's pull up this uh little Tidbit news article because you know I don't do articles, but Mickey James, Mickey James, earlier this week, former Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion Mickey James was asked on Twitter about possibly being part of the WWE Women's Tag Team Title Tournament. Why the fuck would you ask her that? She's not even a part of the company, but okay. Mickey responded with no and wrote that she feels like she is done with wrestling. Another fan wrote that Mickey is too good of a wrestler to retire, but respects her decision. Here was Mickey's response. She said this, and I quote, I appreciate you, honestly. I've been so blessed and love my fans so much. I wouldn't have had all of this without you. What is left for me to prove anymore? What else can I do? I'd rather bow out screaming women's wrestling matter from the top of the mountain than the valley. Kind of vague, but uh, what? That is a good question. Like, she's done so much. Yeah. What, yeah. Like, like, she, she, she's done the good and the bad, and she's done so much. To where you're 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 going to ask yourself is like if she if she does if she does decide to just say you know what that's a career uh-huh. she's done a lot multi-time women's champion in wwe impact i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure if you count the indies too because she did have an indie run during her career so she has titles all over the world so you can you can respect it uh-huh. but uh um, and the words equipment behind it is like yeah I get it. Yeah, she, like you, you, you have you, 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 rem, you will remember Mickey James's career if, mm-hmm. the, like, because she's done so much when it comes to women's wrestling. Like, what? Since we're on the topic, what, what is your most memorable Mickey James feud? I mean, the, I, of course, like Mickey James and Trish Stratus. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's like that for me. That's like one of my most like I. I loved it. I was like, yeah, like keep her, <laughs> keep her, keep her. Like, it reminded me, like, it, 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 they did so much with her as far as like when she first got there. Like, she, they was drawing, a, they was going borderline. I don't know what they was going with her, but yeah, they was it it it, it was it was it was a time yeah, growing up. Like, it she they probably can't get away with it now because. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it, it was a time growing <laughs> up. So I can't get mad. I can't get mad at that. But what you can get mad at though is uh Ric Flair. Um that man had his last wrestling match. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Ever. I just didn't. I just didn't get a chance to see. But I heard was, about that. I was like, wait. I was like, hold on. It was so sad. Talk, look, look, looking at that match, I'm like, bro, WrestleMania 24 versus Shawn Michaels was the perfect retirement. You, you literally, that was, you couldn't get no better, and you just 
kept wrestling, I guess. But uh, apparently Ric Flair blacked out twice during his match or quote-unquote passed out. On July 31st, WWE Hall of Famer wrestled for the first time since 2011 at the quote-unquote Ric Flair's last match event. There he teamed up with Andrade El Idolo to defeat Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Speaking on his To Be The Man podcast, Flair discussed his return to the ring and revealed that he passed out twice during the bout. He said this in our quote. I don't think people realize that I passed out twice. I, 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 and Paul's quote. I realized that you look gassed, literally getting in the match. But continue with the quote. He said, "Well, what happened was my regimentation for training was so strict that I kept my weight. I wanted my perfect weight to be like two twenty going in. So the last day, the last day and a half, aside from all the work that we had planned for me to do, I didn't hydrate." I had it in my mind that I had to weigh 219, so I went to the ring, and I'm like 217. And what happened during the body of the matches, I just became dehydrated. I actually, I actually, when I was standing on the apron, I looked at Jay, which started a wheel of motion. I said, man, I think I'm getting sick because I was getting lightheaded. Nothing to do with my heart or nothing to do with my intestines. I was getting lightheaded. I'm sure a lot of it was nerves as well. So I think Jay was Jay said, guys, we got to move this along. Well, that isn't what I meant. But to the point when Andrade came over and said, your turn, sir, your turn, sir. So I got in and I didn't know where we were in the match because I missed about clearly 10 seconds of it. He said, he said, Flair, continue before we before we get on. My brother, my 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 old my old head brother in Christ. You got to drink water before you wrestle, exactly. my dog. <laughs> what, what, that uh, is common sense. Mm, mm, Any physical sport that you do, you need water. Oh, my God. What kind of? Okay. Um, and then you wonder why you are passing out. Father Time has lost his mind. Come on. Bump nature boy. Father time is lost. That's biology one on one. You know the body needs water. Oh my god. He he kept he continued by noting that he went to the to the outside because he wanted to slow the match down. In hindsight, he stated that he didn't mean to scare anyone who thought that was something was wrong at this point. Something was wrong that this match was actually greenlit, but anyway. He said this, and I quote, so then when I went outside, I think everybody jumped the gun a little bit, and I saw where Booker T, who's a really close friend of mine, thought it was in a, in, in a bad in bad to do this. That was strictly on the fly to get everybody to slow down, because everybody, if you look back on it, everybody just came, just all came together at one time. We were far from the end of the match, so I just said to myself, how do I get everybody to slow down? That wasn't anticipated. That wasn't called. I just did it. I apologize if I scared anybody, but I couldn't think of any way to recognize because we had everybody on the floor at one time, which was never planned out like that. Flair kept recapping the match, and he noted that out of concern for his health, he didn't want the nature board to take a superplex. No shit. Uh, He said this, and I quote, Then Jeff, out of respect for me, he lifted me up to the top turnbuckle, and Jay was going to give me a superplex, which would have blown the roof off the joint, but he was worried about my health. Jeff, sincerely, he said, we can't do that, Nate. We can't do that. And I, and I said, yes, I can. So rather than look awkward, I came down with him. Then Jay came in and gave me the suplex, and we were back rolling. So he just he just didn't want to give him the suplex. He just gave him a standard suplex. God. The WWE Hall of Famer then dis- described how he passed out again during the guitar shot, saying, then at, this, at that point, along came the guitar, right? Down, bingo. Well, I was down. I passed out again. Oh, my fucking god i just passed out and andrade is going sir you have to wake up 
at the brass knuckles sir you have to wake up then i woke up i knew where we were and we're home but i swear to god twice during the match i went completely black flair made it clear that he went black due to hydration and as soon as he drank some gatorade at the undertaker's request he felt better sir you should take this from the get okay uh he said, my hands started trembling, but it was all dehydration. I had two doctors in, in there right away with me and everything. And the Undertaker came running in. I had like six beers, right? What? I had like six beers there. He took them out of my hand and said, you're drinking two Gatorades first. So I drank two, and that's all it was. I underestimated the importance of keeping hydrated, which is really big, most shit. Especially when I lost that much weight and trained that hard. Comrade Thompson recently detailed how Rick Flair's last match came together and all the good stuff. Shout out and credit to Fightful Select for that transcript of Ric Flair on his podcast. And like Ric Flair, you, I'm about to sound like Steiner. Ric Flair, you, oh fuck, you supposed to be hydrated. Oh man. Come on, you are oh, supposed to drink water. Then you wonder why you have some people who, no, for like, even when people like literally pass out, then some people who have it worse than others, like they have to end up going to the hospital to have life water. And that's not great. At all. Like, come on, man. Common damn sense, man. Common common damn sense. It's not so common anymore, I guess. And continuing with Ric Flair, he said he wished... He said it wasn't his last match. This man does not want to retire. Okay. I hope that was a lesson. Credit to Sports Keto for this quote. He said, I wish I hadn't said it was my last match. That's going to get heat. Hell, they wanted me to wrestle in Puerto Rico on this past on Saturday night. I said, guys, I cannot get in the ring one week later. And the guy looked at me and said, well, you know what? You know what? Could retire in puerto rico can't you no 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 that's not the point sir i'm glad you said it was your last match i wish you would have said wrestlemania 24 was your last match but that's being a dead horse at this point <laughs> I, I, i'm about to move on for rick flair because <laughs> i can't that, that dude <laughs> i just can't i just can't I, I, I can't for real i just really can't i can't do it he wants to die in his ring Uh, <laughs> I'm done talking about Ric Flair, man. I'm 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 done talking about Ric Flair. But before we move on to this week in wrestling, we got one more story. Uh, Tony Khan, he well, two more actually. Tony Khan, he basically has something to say about WWE. Uh, he says the shows has been doing generally better than before. It's good for wrestling. At the end of the day, Tony Khan is a fan, so AKA what war. Speaking to Josh Martinez on Superstar Crossover, Tony Khan was asked about new challenges WWE presents under Triple H compared to Vince McMahon. He said this, and I quote, the challenge will be, and I'd like to say something positive on the end too, the challenge will be is that we're more likely to compete for the same wrestlers because our vision of wrestling is probably a bit closer together than with his predecessor. 
I do not. I do think there are a lot of advantages. The shows they've been doing are generally better than the shows they were doing before the change, which is good for the wrestling business. It's a little bit different than what we were going up against before. In terms of me being the CEO of AEW, I see some positives and some negatives, but I see a lot of positives. There are a lot of reasons why it could drive some interest in wrestling and, and people coming back to watch more wrestling. And those people are inherently going to more likely also check out AEW. If you've been away from wrestling and you you're a big fan of it, then there's a good chance you're really familiar. You're very familiar with a lot of the top stars of AEW, including the world champion CM Punk, the interim champion John Moxley, Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, and many more. Somebody stepping back in and watching wrestling again will have a lot of interest in that. Frankly, if you're interested in good wrestling shows, those are people you're going to be interested in checking out. There are a lot of interesting possibilities for the future. Sure, it poses some challenges, but I think there are a lot of positive things happening in wrestling right now. End quote. Thoughts? <laughs> he's, ba that. he's basically a, re a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's like, the first thing I was going to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand it. Like, at the end of the day, this whole war, I mean, him still thinking that he's legit competition to WWE is still kind of laughable because, like, you're not. Yeah. Like, you still, you're, 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 an you're an option. There's a difference between being an option and being a competitor. Mm -hmm. You're an option to watch. The moment it feels like competition to me is when you are on the same night and you're able to hold the same ratings and you're able to hold you able you be able to basically you have to recreate the Monday Night War. And we're okay. you're we know you're not about to do that. So I mean you're an option for wrestlers, which is which is respectable. You're an option. But okay. that's it. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. And before, and before we move on to the last bit of well, we might as well. I keep I keep saying the last bit, but I'm pulling up st stories left and right. Might as well roll with the flow. Uh, Danhausen, uh, speak rolling taking with AEW. Danhausen discusses how he and Orange Cassidy helped create new fans. He, I guess, he spoke on the because uh, someone asked, "Did Danhausen ruin wrestling or whatever?" Danhausen is very nice and very evil, and a man who curses many foes throughout his career. You you hear that, and you be like, "What is that?" Is you're drawing interest after making a name for himself on the independent scene and creating fans through his YouTube videos and social media presence. Danhausen was signed by AEW in January. The signing caused some sort of backlash amongst fans who didn't feel his character, quote unquote, fit in AEW the same way Orange Cassidy's character was viewed when his signing was first mm -hmm. announced. In a rare out of character interview on Hard Lore. On the, oh, I guess that's a podcast or something, Hard Lore. Danhausen discussed how he and Orange Cassidy have helped create new fans with their personas. He said this, and I quote, I feel me and Orange Cassidy are the go-to people for people to complain about when people don't, people don't like, oh, this is too goofy for wrestling. It's wrestling, bro. It's always goofy. Also, we're the two people. Well, he didn't say that. That was me. Also, we're the two people are always here. Oh, my friends don't like wrestling, but they love YouTube. And now they watch or, oh, I wasn't really watching wrestling, but I saw YouTube, so I started. It's a testament to we're creating new fans, which is what you should be doing as a wrestler. That's exactly what all of our jobs should be. And I feel only a handful of people are actually doing that. Whenever anyone comes up to me, it's multiple people every single line. I do meet and greet. I never watch wrestling, 
but I found you on YouTube. Great. That means I'm creating new fans who hadn't who haven't watched people like Dante Martin, who is a tremendous yeah. athlete. Now they're watching him and like, oh, this guy, this weird guy got me into this. And now I see Brian Danielson, Dante Martin, Jay Cargill. Daniels, he said, Danielson, uh, Danhausen then praised Cargill as someone who also stands out and also draws in new fans as well. Tony Khan pre- previously explained how Orange Cassidy was a net access for the company after Jim Ross didn't get him. And so much to talk about when it comes to like all these old heads don't really get these um, wrestlers. But shout out and, and credit to Fightful for the transcript of that of that little tidbit. But um. I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever I see someone bring up that argument like, oh, this is too goofy for wrestling. My my brother in Christ, it is wrestling. It is supposed yeah. to be goofy. Right. You're supposed to have a lot of laughs. Like, people are in the, when it, when, when you have a wrestler and entertainer who really is in their element and they really like bring out their character, like, come on, like, so they're fitting their script. Like, it's okay. Like, just let them be. <laughs> you gonna have some characters that make you laugh. You gonna have some characters that's gonna make you mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you gonna have some characters that gonna make you feel some type of way. Like, it. That's the point. <laughs> it happens. That's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> that is exactly what. It, it, that's the fucking point. What? I don't get it, man. But I agree with that. Like, I didn't. I didn't. When I'm the type of guy that is open to getting something basically whereas if you can convince me that you're entertaining cool i'm a i have a look i'm a up and down relationship with orange cassidy some of this stuff i'll be like okay now you're being you being silly but then i sit down and i'll be like it's supposed to be silly because it's not supposed to be fucking serious exactly. i'm not taking it serious so then i just i just so orange cassidy like i say this i say this every day until i'm blue in the face if you are the type of person that does not like orange cassidy or Dan Housen, you're the problem. <laughs> not me. Because they're not supposed to be supposed to be a hundred percent serious. That's why why do you think the Dan Housen and Hook team worked that one time at yeah. that period? Hook is this serious badass like his father back in the day. And you got Dan Housen who's trying to curse him and he's like, get this shit out of my face and walked away. Right. It works. It's not that hard. But if you are that person that just does not get it, then it's not meant for you. That's the same with well, sport. We might as well talk about a spoiler alert. We might as well talk switch. That's a nice little switch transition to this week in Russell. We might as well talk about SmackDown. We're going backwards a little bit. We're going out of out of line. We, SmackDown is, is fresher on our memory. That's just like people who don't really get Hit Row. Spoiler alert: Hit Row returned on yeah. SmackDown, and you had obviously people with so bo- them. <laughs> you had some people that I was happy. Like I, no, I was like, so happy. I was like, finally, yes. <laughs> finally. That's like, all I can oh, say. Thank was like, thank, thank you, thank you, good people. You, you, you finally brought you. You right the wrong of Vince yes. McMahon for getting rid of these. They are back. Hit Row is back on the Mac Down, and it's not just top dollar. Or Ashanti Diadonis, you got B Fab as well. You have the entire hit roll minus Swerve, who's doing his thing on 
on on Dynamite and AEW. He's one of the World Tag Team Champions. Shout out B Fab. And you had people. They was you had some people who like people like me. They was like, "Yo, this is it. This is this is it." And then some people was like, "Oh, hit roll without swerve might not, might not work." This that and third hit roll. Hold on now. We don't need you to hold that group down. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. AJ Francis hit hit top dollar when he his time away. He's been out doing his thing. He's been killing it. He's been like it, I follow him on Twitter, and I I literally been like I try to support black wrestlers, if, especially if they're in the indies. I try to retweet whatever they got going on to spread the word, for, especially for people who don't really follow a lot of indie wrestling. I, bro. All I can say is I was that got a big ass smile on my face the entire mm-hmm. time. Like I just, I, I. It took me a good minute to get the smile off my face because that was it was like okay, that's cool. I appreciate that they they did that, but that's that just leaves my point with the whole Dan Houser thing. Like people. They they always assume like oh this is not, this is not gonna work they're they're only they got a glass ceiling what fucking glass ceiling it's right. wrestling if it's meant to be if it's meant to get over they will get over like I like that whole thing where it's like they always say oh I'm not gonna get on here and just say hit roll was just an instant success like it was a few times right. during their matches in the early NXT days where I was like. Yeah, they can improve on that. Yeah, they can improve on that. And you know what they did? They fucking went and improved on it when they wrestled on the indies. So instead of writing them off day one that they're back, how about you just sit back and actually watch the show like a wrestling fan? It's supposed to watch. Hmm. <laughs> you, you get it? Are you following? My, are you following me now? Oh my god. Are you are you enjoying my TED talk right now? Because it's like, dude, you ain't got. If it ain't meant for you, that means it ain't for you. Exactly. If you don't get it, that you got other stuff to watch. Exactly. You got all this shit to watch. You got this wrestler, this person, this person. If it if you don't get it, that shit ain't for you. No. I don't care. I like it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Man. <laughs> oh, I don't get hit roll. It ain't meant for you, big dog. It ain't meant for you, sis. Let us eat. <laughs> we we trying to enjoy this too. Let us let us eat. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But that wasn't the only thing that uh went down. What did you think about SmackDown? Because it felt like a I I watched it at eight and then I looked down. I'm like, damn, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. Like before, I was watching. Before I was watching SmackDown, my little happy tail was watching Court Cam. So I was like, "Yeah, give me some laughs in." And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Okay, wait, it's not on." Because normally TMZ come on before SmackDown does on Friday night anyway. Because it come on Fox on the way. they showed us a football. They showed us. They showed us a corny ass Falcons. Like Falcons won, so I mean, I don't give a shit. They suck. (laughs) But it's like I was like, man, I was like, dang, like I thought Reese was supposed to come on here. So I was like, you know, I gotta find something. I gotta find our. This is the second time y'all did this shit to me. If y'all look, bro, I'm telling y'all this right now. 
if y'all want to eat like preempt SmackDown in Atlanta for the fucking Falcons, at least put it on FS1. I got FS1. But you gonna you gonna make me watch the Falcons <laughs> who fumbled Super Bowl all those years ago. Get, I ain't even getting it back because I ain't trying no, to get mad. No, no. I, I, I told I made, a, no I, I made a vow. I'm I made a personal to work off my healing I don't care. Myself. I made a personal plea <laughs> to always bring that shit up every time y'all think y'all finna get one y'all finna get me invested in y'all shit again. Oh no, God. you stumbled the bag in the second half. I ain't letting that go. So now from this day forward, from well, from that day forward, you lame. I don't care who's on your team. I'm glad I didn't bet money. Someone told me to. Be, I should have bet against y'all. That's what I should have did. Because if I would have bet against y'all, I would have been. I would have had eight thousand dollars in the bank. But I said, you know what? No, I, ain't I was so mad that I didn't bet because y'all fumbled the bag. Y'all fumbled the bag, and then y'all want to preempt SmackDown for the corny ass Falcons for me Falcons. Come on, Cubs. Get it together. Dang, he is here right now. <laughs> I don't like talking about this. Like, what the fuck? Why, 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 why would I waste my time watching a mid-team? Matter of fact, y'all should not be the Atlanta Falcons anymore. Y'all should be the Macon Falcons. Go to Macon. Don't nobody watch sports in Macon. Go to Macon. Don't even go to Gwinnett. Go to Macon. Matter of fact, go to Warner Robins. Because the only only Robins that I like to eat is Baskin Robins and not Warner Robins. So go to Warner Robins. That don't make any sense. But yeah, no, y'all mid. Get off my TV. Don't ever, don't ever preempt. Don't, don't. Matter of fact, don't preempt American Idol for Falcons. You can preempt it for every other team but the Falcons. And if and if and if I made somebody mad, kiss my ass. Oh. Anyway, oh, Grish think- talking about my Grish talking about the Falcons. Grish talking- oh. get your ass out of here, man. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Anyway, SmackDown. Um, I'm, I, I, I let my I let my heat the boil blood in my, my my system boil for some mid. That's crazy. Whew. All right, let's I talk did, about. Cam- I was like in and out. I did oh. catch Karen Cross's promo a little bit of that. I was just like, okay, what bro. you think about that? <laughs> you heard what I just said. I just said it. Okay, bro. <laughs> you said, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you said, all right. Okay. No, you, like, <laughs> you like I I like I you like I hear you. I hear you. Wrap it up. I see you. <laughs> Come on. I understand. Wrap it up. <laughs> Land this thing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I I didn't hate the cross. I mean the, the promo. Nah, I don't hate it. No, I'm talking about I just didn't. No, I'm talking about like from whatever Vince did to him. It's like, and I put this on Twitter. I said jokes aside because I was like, he because he was basically talking in riddles of saying he basically it's the story that they're trying to tell you is the story of the forgotten one mm-hmm. against the two chosen ones. Mm-hmm. So that's a unique story to tell, mm-hmm. but it's like, I, and I said this, I said, I'm going to need them to do a lot to get 
that bad taste of his first run out of my mind because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all I still remember in my brain is this dude was dressed like a sex slave. Yeah, like so it's <laughs> like you gotta do, you gotta do, you yeah, gotta do a lot. I say it like that, but yeah, like I was like, okay, uh, can we do something else with this? Because no, I'm no, tired. that's what I'm saying. So it's like I, I'm, I believe that they're gonna do. They, I trust Triple H. So hopefully, oh, yeah, like hopefully they build. Like I'm not finna get on here and act like I'm gonna be the biggest fan of Karen Cross, but you just gotta get that sour taste of him being mm, looking mid, like that, uh-huh. looking like that out of my mouth because it was, oof. So I yeah. remember like when that happened, I was like trying to process that. I was like, Wait, what's happening? <laughs> uh, what is this? I thought this was wrestling. What's going on here? Like it was just, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're done. It was it was a bad episode of, of demolition. That's basically what it was, man. But um I like Triple H's transitions into the next segment. It wasn't no awkward pause. It was literally like he literally peeked around the corner and Drew McIntyre was like pacing. So Drew McIntyre didn't even know that that man was there talking. So that I was like that. They that I, 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 I love the transitions there. So next up we got Drew McIntyre, no sword, no kill. He's just ready to fight. Mm-hmm. And if that is what is going to happen, I am cool. What did you think about this Drew promo? Uh, I I kind of like it. It's all right. It was all right. Okay. But I did like catch him like at the part where like when he ended up running up on the Usos and then he ended up looking for Sammy right after that. So I was just like, dang. Like, <laughs> no, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. In a minute. Track like, yep, Let's go. Uh, but <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Drew, I guess Drew, he was like, Roman Reigns isn't here, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, bro, you want me to boo this man for using his PTO? Right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> As a ma- Are you kidding me? As a man who who worked hard, who be working hard for nine to five pre pandemic, I don't have PTO mm. now because I, I'm I'm more so freelancing now. But when I did PTO, like man. he he worked hard for this PTO. This man carried Hello. the company on his back for two years Hello. during the pandemic. So it's like, bro, and after it, and well, he kind well, he kind of he kind of chilling now. Bit. But yeah, but I'm saying yeah, yeah. But, but like, his his on, peak, bro. his peak. Tribal Chief run was pandemic. Pandemic. It's you mm-hmm. with Jey Uso, mm-hmm. all these people. Yeah. So I'm like, when he okay. came, when he came back, that's when it started happening for sure. It's like, that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. So, so it's like, bro, if he earned PTO, I ain't mad at him. Hello. But on the flip side, I kind of wish they didn't unify the titles because we could. This ain't your first time saying that either. Like, huh? I don't think that's that's the first time you're saying that either. Like, no, it's not. Know. No, it's like in a way. I mean, I, in part of me is like that, but then again, as the as this past week has shown, it's kind of all right. And the reason uh-huh. why I say that is because they made the U.S. title feel like a big deal, and they made the Intercontinental title feel like a big deal. Uh-huh. My only gripe with when my gripe with WWE was always when they unified the titles was the fact that they didn't make the other titles when he's gone a big deal oh, okay. okay so that was that was the reason why i was like i kind of wish they didn't but then this week was like okay maybe um i can relax on that because they chill like they they focus they, they gave you you got a 
a U.S. title heritage pack promo package on Raw to tell you the meaning of the U.S. title, and you got a heritage promo package on SmackDown to tell you the meaning of the U.S. title. I mean, the IC title, the workhorse title. So I appreciate that. That's just me. What else we get? Uh, <laughs> Jay Uso, did you see Jay Uso? I think Jay, Jay Uso has been having PTSD from his his being him being abused by Roman. Because that man is just Please angry at everybody. Like, yeah, nah, he need to go. He need counseling. He's not free alone. No, nah, he need counseling. My dog need therapy. Hey, PTSD. He, like, don't do that. No, nah, he need my my guy Jay Uso needs he needs therapy. Oh he needs he no. needs he needs he needs Doctor Shelby to come back and get that no. man some therapy. That man needs some therapy. That man, bro, I'm trying to tell you, that man is angry at everybody. He is literally, he's going to snap on everybody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He, 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 he done. Like that sometimes with family, you know what I'm saying? You getting beat up. You find your cousins. It be like that sometimes. Man, he read. He, 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 he like, he well, I got to let out some other aggression then. I'm going to get you back, but it won't be right now. <laughs> But I'm gonna get you back though. Like, That's what just I'm saying. Be on the lookout. Wait till we get off camera. Wait till, wait, wait, wait till we get. But then, wait till we, matter of fact, wait till we get off work. Wait till we clock we out. We're talking about outside. Wait till we clock out. Wait till we clock out, son. Wait till we clock out. You better. You better get on the train. You better clock out before I do. That's all I'm gonna tell you. You better clock out before I do because when I clock out, it's on. You gonna get this smoke. You gonna get this work. You're going to get this work, son. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, <laughs> and speaking of J- Drew McIntyre assaulting the Usos, and they, they, they were not happy with, with our boy Sammy at all. Again. What'd you roll up to? Why don't you fast? Anyway, I was going to get security. I'm trying to Secu- get. I'm trying to get enough out of the building, it's, Sammy. It's not an excuse. You're not the excuse. I told you last week. If you don't step up, you don't get left behind, dudes. Oh, let's go call Drew's ass to the ring. Man, so upset. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't done with that. He like, bro. You go, cause he, yeah, cause when Drew was living, he ran. That man, that that nigga ran. He took off. He said, "Sir, nah, nah, J, J, yeah, Jay. I kind of want to see them turn on Sammy, though. I'm waiting think, for that. Do you think we get in the babyface Sammy versus versus the Usos? That'd be nice. But who would be his partner? I don't care. I just. <laughs> I forgot you were a fangirl, so I can't even ask you that shit. I don't even care. <clears throat> <laughs> At this I, point. I, I forgot you was a fangirl. All the stuff that Sammy be doing. All the stuff Sammy be getting away with. <laughs> he don't get away with nothing. He always get his ass whooped. What you talking That's about? <laughs> <laughs> All the junk he be doing. Yes. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised though, like if they put him in um your friend, uh the one who's with who be with Gunther all the time. If they paired them two, 
that's gonna be funny for me. But I'm, I'm glad you're not booking because that's random as hell. I know what? that's that, that's something nobody will ever expect. Why would they even? Because think even about interact. it, they taking they, they don't taking, interact. They taking abuse. They don't interact. <laughs> they taking abuse. They got something coming already. They've been abused. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That don't make sense. Stop. <laughs> you trolling me right now. Stop. What? They are. Like, they are. Well, LeVig Le is not Dude. taking... I think that was a Vince, a Vince thing, and Triple H said, yeah, we stopping that shit right now. <laughs> LeVig like, ain't nope. been abused by Gunther in about two or three weeks now. So we good. That's the point. That's what no, I we said. Good. Like, that means we gonna have to. We, we, anything. Good. We good for now. Anything pre Triple H, we forget. Sammy, it's like so because I saw someone say they want Kevin Owens to team with Sammy, but Kevin, get no, but Kevin is a he is like on. It's probably Ain't gonna he like be, a heel. Well, both of them are, but. That means they were required. That was just a, a fan, a fan, a fan, a fan person. So I, I wouldn't mm. really take that serious. Um, okay. Because I'm just so like, mm. you. You saw this tag, this tag team match, right? Uh, yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. Triple H made a choice. It was a decision. Two teams that has never teamed up ever. To start off the show, it was a choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know one thing for sure, though. Shotzi can never catch a break. That woman, no. t- that woman took an elbow directly to the face and was bleeding. So basically, Raquel was going to the corner. Like, you know how you go to the corner and you hop up and then you hit an elbow drop. Mm-hmm. So instead of, when I've, when I've seen that move done, they would run, leap over their opponent, and then... Like th- th- get make sure they got some air so that way they can turn and position themselves right. Mm-hmm. So what she did was instead of running, she just stepped. She stopped her own momentum and she skipped over her instead of leaping over her to give her full speed. And her body, did, she didn't have enough air to turn her body, so she literally just dropped her whole back mm-hmm. on this woman's face. And me watching it and glancing was, I'm like, oh, she, she, how did you get? I was like, I thought it was like lipstick. I'm like, how did you get lipstick on your forehead? But that ain't the case. But then I looked over and I saw the ref saying, I'm like, oh, shit, she bleeding again. Mm-hmm. That was Crazy. tough. But uh, Raquel and, and Aaliyah advanced in the women's tag team tournament. They will face the winner of the Nikita Lions and. Zoe Stark versus Natalia and Sonya Deville match. And speaking of Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark, we got an introduction to them. What are your thoughts on this random, randomized 2K duo? That's what I'm saying. I barely know who they are. I barely know who they are, honestly. One girl says she can sing and dance. And I've heard her sing and dance. Sounds like ass. Um... And the other one, she said, "Well, there's my answer. Then ain't no point in watching them." Then. I mean, I mean, if I do, I just watch them for the laughs. That was the the one girl was the girl who hit the split and broke broke Twitter. Uh, okay. When she first debuted, because she's thick. 
she's thick and white. Lord, like I ain't never seen a thick. Like we ain't never seen no thick person do a split before. Okay. I mean, and then obviously, <laughs> and then right, uh, obviously after that we got Hit Row coming back, and I'm gonna need them to release that sp- that song back on Spotify because for, for some reason they when you're released they take the song off of Spotify. So go ahead, put that song right back on Spotify. That's all. Yep, I'm yep, do that. Please they um uh, they beat um basically jobbers and they basically say hey we back we back we back and I ain't gonna lie to you top dollar the way that man was dancing he was dancing like me today because I'm gonna tell y'all a story I'm gonna tell y'all a nice story I've been working so hard and I'm and I'm like okay when is payday mm-hmm. and I check my bank account I got paid today so top dollar is and me if you didn't know. That's me when I'm when it's payday. That's me. Payday. Payday. That's me. That's me on payday every day. I'm like, yeah, that's money, 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 money. And then after that, we got the contract signing for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Cardiff. Is Clash at the Castles at Cardiff. It's going to be Shayna Baszler challenging Liv Morgan, a one-armed Liv Morgan, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And we got a surprise visitor, mm-hmm. Ronda, Rousey. Ronda Rousey. That fit ain't it, but I don't know what is. But, I'm done. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with her. And then the eye makeup, I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Let her have her real warrior moment. No, no, no. You like no. I I am I am when it comes. <laughs> never let her catch a break, huh? Nope. Like, Whenever you if, if if you wear that shit, I'm gonna be a glorified hater. You can say I'm hating. I'm gonna be a hater. I, nah, am I don't a, mean like where I think like I am a pro hater. Honestly, I, I think you should do that just for entertainment only. Don't go out here and wear that. Like, don't do that. <sighs> Wouldn't the entertaining part have to be entertaining for it to be entertaining? She's not. (laughs) (sighs) Cause God, man, man. So now we just gotta make a note of that. Like Gresh does not like this type of eye makeup. (laughs) No. Cause what's hilarious is they had the con. They obviously after that they had the contract signed. And Shayna came out and she was like. What are you doing? So they're basically teasing. They're either teasing a match between Shayna and Ronda, or they're teasing a union between Shayna and Ronda. I don't know. That's the beauty behind not knowing. You just don't know where they're going with this. So it led into the contract signing. Then Liv Morgan, Shayna, Shayna basically said, "I'm finna break you," at Cardiff, and then, and then Shayna, then Liv said, "Yada yada yada, you're a bootleg Ronda Rousey," and I'm like. Wouldn't bootleg mean Shayna is worse than Ronda? But Shayna is the better MMA turn wrestler. So that probably would have hit more if Shayna actually sucked. But I mean, it does because she doesn't suck. Yeah. So that's what I'm like. Eh, are you sure about that? <laughs> But it obviously led to a a, a, a a you got a glimpse of of NXT Shayna right there. 
in the post in the, after they both signed the contract, they, they had a little brawl and then Liv hit a stratisfaction through the table. Nice little bulldog on Shayna through the table. So <laughs> you know <laughs> Liv probably not winning. Yeah, so it sounds like you know she, she no, nah, yeah, yeah, no, she not winning. <laughs> <laughs> The more I think, I'm like, yeah, you you know she not winning. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> oh man, SmackDown literally. And then uh, they had the tag team match or the handicap match. Then turned to a tag team match. It was Drew and Madcap Moss versus the Usos. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't see this one. Triple H, can y'all go ahead and drop the Madcap out this man name? <laughs> Like, I wouldn't be mad. Nobody, I, I doubt anybody would be mad. I doubt it. And it's it's kind of ironic that Madcaps went save the man who nearly broke his neck uh, last year. I remember, I remember when he did the reverse Alabama and Madcap tucked his neck for some reason and nearly broke his neck. Uh, and then they had a they had a maximum male model segment and Angel Garza. I definitely watched that. Was trying to flirt with uh Maxine Dupree, <laughs> and and Max Dupree got in his face, like literally in his face, and he gave, he gave this look. I don't. You say you didn't see it, but you are gonna die with this because I had to. I had to tell people tell the world what he really meant. This is what Angel Garza really meant when he said when Max Dupree got in his face. I'm sorry. Boy, if you don't get your funky ass breath out my face. What the, what the, what the, what the? We weren't talking to you. I'm sorry, but down. You what? Boy, if you don't get you your see his man. ass breath You see this man's face? face? What the, what the, what the, what the? <laughs> he said, what the fuck? <laughs> Look, we already got COVID going around and we oh, got monkeypox on the scene. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. Like, you right here. You right here, my nigga. Your own skin. Why you right here? Why you in my like, ear? Are you for real, sir? If you don't, you don't get, care about your life right if now. If you don't get you, you, he chose the right people because that was a brother. He would have got. He would his his his, his, his throat would have got his throat would have got chipped. Quick. Ain't no. Ain't no way. What is wrong with these people? Shout out to Gresh with that edit though, because that was I, I I like bro. That's what he really wanted to say. He wanted to say, boy, if you don't get your funky ass breath out my face. Oh my goodness. Man, man, man. Then we got the main event. Uh for the Intercontinental Championship, the workhorse championship, Gunther defending against Shinsuke Nakamura with Ludwig Lizer, uh, or Kaiser. I said Lizer, Kaiser in his corner. This match was banging. I ain't, I am not. I'm, I like not gonna, I'm not gonna hold y'all. This match was banking. Like mm-hmm. I, I like it. it. The the storytelling was simple. Gunther was selling the hand because Nakamura uh-huh. was focused on the hand. Gunther is known for chopping your 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 soul into the shadow realm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what is the logical thing to do? Nakamura targeted the arm, the heavy arm. So that was the story of the match and. The only way that it, 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 
the way that he got it done was Gunther had to go to the like dig through the paint and hit take this man's head off with the Larry and hit him with the power bomb to retain the title. If you don't check out everything I say check out this main event. It had its commercials, obviously. Sometimes I wish it was picture in picture, but picture in picture sucks, but it's fine in certain moments. And this is a match where picture in picture could have been okay. But it, this, that's just nitpicking at this point. But you got that's something I would recommend everybody. That they was banging. That was the main event. And still, your intercontinental champion is Gunther. So for those of you who are, who who are still crying about this man's name, he's fine. Yeah, he's he, fine. He's he pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Raw. You you say what? What did you get? What did you watch? None of it. It's all good. We, so the big story coming out of this is this. Dexter Loomis is back. Sort of. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. So here's the thing. Raw okay. has been in and out. A, all the AW, not at all because of working. And SmackDown's in and out too. And I was like, y'all, like, that's why I was like, y'all bear with me. Throw, throw all raspy and all that. Like, no, yes. they're not tripping. They not, they they not they not tripping. They 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 saw it. But uh, so basically, the big story coming out of it was obviously the women's tag team tournament that we talked about. Uh, Control, which is <laughs> Bailey leading Dakota Kai and Io Sky. I'm about to say Io Shirai. Io Sky. Uh, they they basically led to a brawl for uh between the baby faces they've been attacking and the and them so it's going to basically be a six-woman tag team match at clash at the castle like if you get around to watching this it's cool if you don't cool uh they also continue with the street profits going up against seth rollins seth freaking rollins and one-on-one matches is this going to lead to a breakup of the street profits we don't know that's the beauty behind it we don't know what they're going to do with that Montez Ford keeps taking pictures with the WWE title. If they if they fluster this man into the main event scene, I will not be mad at that whatsoever. They re-solidified Kevin Owens as a badass because he returned after a few weeks off again. Okay. He took out Ezekiel. He cleared a bitch with going through a midlife crisis, basically. And he, he, he introduced the, the apron powerbomb. So more than likely, this is their way to write off Ezekiel, hopefully, and possibly bring back his beard. And I guess he's going to return as Elias and try to forget this entire storyline ever happened. <laughs> Who knows? And then we got the – it was some stuff in between. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably – I fell asleep at the 10 o'clock mark or the, the 10.30 mark. It was close to because I had to work this this week, so I had to get up early. So I was like, I'm just going to crash. And then we had mm-hmm. this in the main event. I actually checked this out in post. Or not the main event. It was like the quarter main event. It was Bobby Lashley defending the United States Championship against Tommaso Ciampa. He cut a banger promo to kind of get you to, to like to believe that he could he can actually win. And he actually they actually gave him a lot to eat with when it comes to this match so i would say check that out as well didn't and the then, miz come out there yeah he did and they, okay. that was that was the setup for the main event uh no dq match between himself and aj styles which aj styles won i believe so 
there's that and then they're setting up this storyline with uh dom possibly he doesn't bob dom doesn't trust edge or something <laughs> i don't blame him <laughs> he, he he don't he don't trust he don't trust edge he's like no. he, he's <laughs> He's he he was he he was like you gonna you gonna take his side over mine you're gonna you, <laughs> dad you're gonna do this and I'm gonna push Edge like bro you ain't got that dog in you son mm-hmm. you ain't got that dog in you you know what Dom you know what you need to do you know what you need to do? your ass down <laughs> <laughs> sit your ass down relax my boy relax boy yes. relax boy. Nah, Dom should nah Ray should have hit Dom with that. Hey, hey, grown folks talk. Get your situation uh-huh. now. Right in the back of the head. Just hey, hush. <laughs> like, sit your, but obviously hush. he got obviously he got his ass whooped by Rhea Ripley again. So <laughs> Man, you might as well just You might as well just call her. Just let, let me let me bruh. correct myself. That's his dominatrix at this point. She, she, I think he, he likes. He likes he's getting whooped by her every single time. Every no, I'm for like, and every time I turn my head, I catch it. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing. Every time I watch Raw, and as soon as I turn, bam, it is. That happened again. <laughs> Why, like, bro, like, bro, he, yeah, be on your guard. What is wrong with you? <laughs> he is tearing you up left and right every chance you get. This man is is literally like, bro. Either you like you getting have your ass the word whooped. target on your head, like every like, time she come around. Don't don't be saying like, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> every time, every, every like, time how many times she, she gonna get me? Like, help me, help me. Y'all not, y'all don't see this? Like y'all don't. I'm up here suffering. Like y'all not gonna do nothing. Y'all Dumb, just standing there. Don't be just in, in catering, chilling. And every time he come to catering, every time he turn his head, every time he look up. Hold on, Gina. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Every time. He's getting his ass being bullied. Being bullied every single time. Oh man. I. Dumb. I take it back. I won't say that because I I don't like bullies. But nah, man, he getting bullied. Like, he be getting bullied. <laughs> he getting bullied. He get, he get, it's uh, like I don't want to say you getting bullied, but you are. Like that man getting bullied. And like and you losing every single time. Get up. Like, like first you got snatched up in front of your family, then you got lit. Come on. You got man. choked out the next week with her legs. So she put you in a chokehold with her legs. And then this week she carried you over her shoulder and dropped you bloody. Like man, how much more are you gonna take? <laughs> For real. Like keep <laughs> stop it, man. Oh my god. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I really do. Dominic, come on, man. I need you. I need you to oh God, put an end to this madness, please. <laughs> I love you, kid, but my God, like, oh, I can't. I don't know how much longer I could watch this. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm starting to question everything dealing with them and the judgment day. Everything. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
show like if you look at kevin owens promo he was cutting a promo and then in the background you had nikki ash and dewdrop checking out a car accident like it was a car accident right behind him we thought it was legit it was like so we just gonna ignore the car accident and then when alexa bliss and bianca and becky not bianca bianca and oscar were talking backstage you saw police officers and security running past so and then we got after the main event with AJ Styles and The Miz, you had this, Dexter Lumis being pulled away. So they're giving a subtle, because this this debut for me, or re-debut for Dexter Lumis, because he was fired, and now I'm guessing he's back, yeah. was unique, to say the very least. Like, did he cause, it's like, it gave you a lot of whodunit vibes to okay. where it's like, it's like, whodunit. Is he doing this? Yeah, as soon as you said that, I was like, wait a minute. So was he the one that caused the car accident? Or he was exactly. in the car accident? And like, it, no one knows. And the, no one knows from this point of view. So that's the story, the type of storytelling that I'm actually looking forward to. If this is what Triple H is going to bring to the table. The because fact that you done showed me that picture, that let me know he did do something. That's what I'm saying. And you you have that question. You're like, what did you do? What did you what, what are you doing here? What, what what's going on? That's what I appreciate, and that is what I enjoy about this current version of WWE and the direction they're going. So hopefully, we find out more when it comes to that. You said, did you catch NXT? Nah, nah. Uh, so it was. I actually watched this. It was. It was pretty solid. Like it wasn't the best NXT, but apparently, according to Shawn Michaels, because a lot of people was like, oh. Uh, WWE or whoever is uh I'm not WWE Vince McMahon is booking uh NXT or whatever and he was like yeah no it's just me so we can thank Shawn Michaels for the chaos that is uh NXT 2.0 because he was like nah it's just me it's it's me and the team like they don't have they didn't have the time to catch uh or to basically manage 2.0. They was like, yeah, that's not how it works. But, you know, I can tell you this. It was it was solid. It was basically building to next week's show, which will be their, a special edition. It's called NXT Heat Wave. We had a rounds match between Wesley and 
and his name is slipping my mind. I am so sorry, my brother. My brother in Christ, I'm sorry. Trick Williams. Yeah, there we go. Trick Whoa. Williams versus Wesley in a rounds match, which was basically a rounds match was a they squared off in a rounds match. It was basically a, they had they were sporting boxing gloves and all that stuff. It was best two out of three falls and in between or not a, not the best two out of three falls. It was basically a an advanced uh yeah, it was an advanced best two out of three falls where it's like in between each fall, it was like 60 seconds or 20 seconds between breaks. So it was well thought out and as well executed, in my opinion. So it was it was it cheesy a little bit with the gloves? Sure, but that's wrestling for you. It's supposed to be cheesy. Uh-huh. Don't think too much of it. And then obviously uh, in the final fall, it was like the first fall went to trick after he, I think he legit, he legit, punched him in the jaw and almost knocked this man out oh. uh and then it was basically wesley got the final the, the it was okay so here's how it is it's they had it was it they had six rounds i said five rounds it was six rounds you had to get i guess you had to get the more more pinfalls than the other so it was six rounds okay. it was it was two rounds a piece that it, when it came down to the final stretch and wesley got uh the final fall so it was it was it was it was fun i actually enjoyed it okay it, it's something that i will tell you or anyone to check out if you if you ever get to check and then after that we had a uh a face-off between giovanni vinci and carmelo hayes they will face for the nxt north american championship next week on heatway but side note look at this man's shirt Carmelo <laughs> Hayes is petty. <laughs> <laughs> the man is petty. Man rocking. A... <laughs> That's funny. But he's basically they, they they're going to face off next week for the NXT North American Championship. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. This might be my match that's going to probably steal the show because they they have this. It's this thing with uh, Carmelo Hayes where it's like whenever the back is his back against the wall when he's like his he really is, show out. He really shows up. And when he says Mellow don't miss, I'm pretty sure he mean that shit. Another match I would tell you to check out is the Roderick Strong versus Apollo Cruz match. Like anytime anything involving Roderick Strong, you can already I can already tell you is gonna be Apollo. a a solid, solid match. It was Little it was Apollo. it was Anything involving like Roddy may be iffy on the mic, but when he go when he steps into that ring, you already know it's going to be a a, a banger. Okay. But Apollo obviously picked Apollo obviously picked up the win on that one, and then I will also say I'm not going to give you a full breakdown on this, but I will also say check out the main event. They had a little storytelling there, and then obviously they had a storytelling between Santos Escobar. And Tony D'Angelo. So it's going to all come to a head on NXT Heat Wave, which will be next week. Might as well talk, break down a little bit of that as well. Um, so far, the matches, I may be missing some matches. Um, the matches will be NXT champion Braun Breaker versus big ass head, Tay Rockhead, uh, JD McDonough for the what, NXT. What day is this? Tuesday? Next next Tuesday. Okay. Then you have the NXT Women's Championship 
to be defended as Zoe Stark's challenge against uh, Mandy Rose. And then you have Tony D'Angelo versus Santos Escobar. Escobar. I don't know why I sound like I try to sound like I'm sound like a fucking pirate, but it's neither Escobar. here nor there. Escobar. I don't know how to ro- roll my R, so I just go with the flow. <laughs> Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. I, I don't know how to roll so my R's, but we're getting that next <laughs> Tuesday for the. I guess it you looks can like it's going to be a fun match, though, for real. I'm going to watch it. It's a match where the stakes are pretty high when it comes to the fate of Santos in NXT because the stipulation is if Santos picks up the win, uh-huh. Legado del Fantasma is free from the D'Angelo the, the family. But if Tony D'Angelo wins, Santos is gone from NXT, and he, and it's just going to be Santos. He's going to go. He's going to leave on his own, and the, the legato will be, I guess, his. They will be stuck with the family. Wow. Oh. Whew. High stakes for that one. Um. So basically, Santos is going to the main roster because. He's obviously he's honestly he should he should be in my humble opinion he should be on uh him and Legato should be on the main roster. Uh they even if they don't want to bring it I would say bring Electra Lopez up, but if they don't want to bring her up, Santos, Joaquin Wild, and I guess Raul Mendoza, I think he had another name, but I just I don't know his name, his new name. But those those three would kill it in the tag team and the singles division in my opinion okay and then obviously we got this match that we that we're talking about mellow man had a had a bar he said i'm gonna put your your name on a t-shirt no designer i'm like oh that's a bar okay so okay, we're getting that okay. we're getting that next week and then we're getting this match two former tag team partners two friend two former friends roxanne perez versus core jade for the, I guess, just for revenge. So we're gonna get that singles match as well next week. Solid, a solid heat wave. They don't need to stack it up because it's literally a weekly show. You don't want to go too crazy. And then <laughs> some people, speaking of Cora J, some people fell to their knees in Walmart because apparently she put on IG that she's dating LeBron Breaker, and you know, Twitter lost their mind. I guess. I wasn't one of them because I'm not the type to like. I'm not into Cora J like that, mainly because she's a kid to me. I'm 28, <laughs> she's 21. Like when someone was like, they was like, oh, oh you, you, you thought I'm like, bro, she's 21. I'm 28. I don't give a damn about anybody under the age of 25. So try again. But you know what LeBron about to do with Cora J? <laughs> He about to get down there. Crazy. Y'all be some horny motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like, I be trolling when I be like, Jade Cargill or Caden Carter or who else? Shit, I don't know. But y'all be be falling to y'all knees in Walmart for real over people y'all didn't have a chance with. Like, come on, dog. Mm, Right. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. And you say you didn't catch Dynamite, right? Uh-huh. Dynamite or Rampage. Yeah. Well, Rampage. I didn't catch Rampage either. Tape delay. It happens. Life happens. 
I actually enjoyed Dynamite. It, it was basically Quake at the Lake. Uh, I don't know why they called it Quake at the Lake because Quake there was at the Lake. They called it Quake at the Lake, but not one lake was in sight. I did not see one fake <laughs> lake. I didn't see like I felt. I felt hoodwinked. I felt swindled, bamboozled, <laughs> muzzled, door led astray. Because y'all didn't give me one lake. I didn't see a, a stock footage of a lake. I didn't see I didn't see no no fake pool on the stage. It was just y'all just literally slapped a brand on dynamite and said quake at the lake. What lake? Y'all make me believe that there's a lake somewhere, but no. You wanna just you wanna just lead me astray, say, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a it's gonna be explosive. No. <laughs> I want. I wanted to see water. I wanted to see a lake. I want the full experience. I want the full. Ex- I want the full Disney experience. I want everything. I possible. want the five star treatment. I want everything. I want everything. I want the best. I want the lake. Service. I wanted the fake rocks. I wanted the fake rain. I wanted. The, I wanted. Every, I wanted to see somebody slip on, slip into the pool. I wanted somebody to be thrown oh into a pool. God. I wanted somebody to be thrown into a lake. Come on, man. You you you, you led me straight. But outside of that, outside of that nitpick, it was a solid show. We opened up with the coffin match between Brody King and Darby Allen. And when I tell you they were bleeding, they were bleeding. They was gushing. They was gushing. It was it was oh, yeah, a that's right. I did um, yeah, this the only one I caught. Because I had to this the beginning. That's the only one I caught. Yep, I ain't get they, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, they started off with that. Uh and man, it was it was it was chaotic. It was brutal. I, I liked was, it, but it was so brutal. I'm like, man, y'all y'all bleeding. Why, 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 why bleed so much? Why you bleeding so much, my my, my G? Why, why 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 you why you bleeding? Obviously, during the match, the lights went off, and then Malachi Black and Buddy Buddy Matthews were standing outside the ring. And I'm gonna tell you all this right now: ain't no way Buddy Matthews is two uh, under 205 pounds. That man look at least a good 275. That man, that man weighs who current. Said, who said that? That man officially weighs 203. That might have been WWE weight, but I'm gonna need y'all to update. That ain't Leah. Don't play. Cause that man, when that when that light came on, I'm like, who this big motherfucker right here? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just Buddy Matthews. I'm like, God damn, you big. No, that's how I felt when I went to WrestleMania. And, I was like, whoa, that, like dude is out here. I'm like, bro, no, you is big. You was not two hundred three. <laughs> you was like, at least oh two seventy five. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Darby, it was basically Darby versus the House of Black, and then they basically destroyed him a little bit, but then when Buddy Matthews went over to the coffin to open it up, Sting was hiding inside. Sting hit Brody and Buddy with the baseball bat. Sting was doing his best Undertaker impression with this one. Sting tossed the bat to Malachi Black, invited him to use it. Malachi dropped the bat, looked at Sting, and walked away. Sting then pursued Malachi Black up the ramp, and they faced had a little face off. They had a little, a little, a little nice little face off up there. So you know they're teasing the match between Malachi Black and Sting, with more than likely Sting putting Malachi over in that one. So 
basically Darby introduced a steel chain and choked out Brody with the, with Bro, or Brody introduced a steel chain but Darby took the chain and then choked him out and then Darby let go of the chain and Brody collapsed bouncing off the ring apron and falling right into the coffin so Darby won the coffin match when he choked out Brody which is poetic if you want to say it like that because Brody has been choking out Darby every chance he get he he choked him out at a at a fan signing so we know we know that, and then we switched on to, over to this match, a tornado tag team match: the Lucha Bros versus El Andrade El Idolo and Roosh. Even though that spells Rush, but Roosh. <laughs> and don't ask me for a breakdown in this match because it was all over the place. I enjoyed it. It was one thing. I'm a, one thing. I, I think I'm. I'm gonna need Penta to do is when because they they actually. They had an ending where Roosh tied up Penta's um, mask with the because he had those little strings on the end. He tied it into a knot on the ropes mm-hmm. and forced Penta to unmask to try to save the, to save the match. I'm gonna need Penta to start cutting those strings, and or I'm gonna need Alex, his manager, to come down the ringside with a pair of scissors and just cut it. Because bro, <laughs> that ain't the first time your mask has been tied up in there because of those strings. Like bro, come on now. Come on, cut them things off. I understand you're trying to be trying to be different, but you better take take advice from Rey Mysterio. That man don't have no no stink no dangly things up there. He 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 cut them things off because y'all ain't finna tie him tie his mask up. Come on. But obviously the ending came where Roosh ran Ray Phoenix with the bull's horns, which is basically a stiff running drop kick in the corner, and Andrade nailed Ray with the hammerlock DDT and then picked up the win. Then we got a backstage segment with the Young Bucks. They were backstage with the Dark Order. So Nick Jackson thanked Hangman Adam Page for helping the Bucks last week. Matt apologized to Page for how Matt had treated him. Matt said they that when they were they were around Page, he brings out the good in them. Matt invited Page to join them next week in the trios tag team tournament. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit to reform the Hung Bucks. They were actually a team in Ring of Honor, so that's a legit tag team. They were trios tag team champions there. Hangman Page declined, however, saying he was going to be in the corner of the Dark Order for the tournament. I'm interested to see what they're doing with that. Then we had Luchasaurus versus Anthony Henry with J.D. Drake. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know how I was talking about Ezekiel going through a midlife uh, identity crisis? John, okay. Luchasaurus is still going through an identity crisis. Is he a heel or is he a good guy? He's rocking the heel gimmick and the heel attire and the entrance. I'm like, bro, are you... Like, bitch, can y'all find out y'all identities at this point? Because y'all going through it. Make a choice. <laughs> but he's apparently good. So basically, Christian Cage continued his, with the war of words. He was basically to insult Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy heard enough and sprinted from the broadcast booth to Christian Cage backstage. Security held back Jungle Boy, and then Luchasaurus showed up and dispatched the security guards. Luchasaurus then accidentally hit or hit AEW official Pat Buck. So that was a big deal. And then... We had the Redeemer, Miro. He had a, had words for the House of Black. Julia Hart told Miro to embrace the darkness by grabbing his beard. <laughs> and Miro, shout out the faithful Miro. That man <laughs> said, you only one, like, look here, woman. You are not allowed to touch me. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't you ever get your unhand me, you wench. Unhand me, you wench. <laughs> he was like get your damn hands off of me <laughs> like 
shout out Miro for being faithful. Like he, he a real one for that. He said only because he said only one woman is allowed to touch him, and you are not her. And he said that his path is clear now. So I'm guessing Miro is going to either join House of Black or destroy House of Black. It wasn't clear, so but I'm interested. Yada yada yada. Then we got Jay Lethal challenging, I guess, Wardlow for a rematch for the TNT Championship. Wardlow accepted. Then FTR came out and I guess he had Wardlow's back. So the pinnacle is still a thing, sorta of, by by proxy. And Jay Lethal, Sanjay, and, and Satnam retreated out of the ring, but then surrounded it. Lethal jumped into the ring, but the attack was short-lived as FTR laid out Lethal with the big rig. Cool with that. And then we next up, we got the this match. We had Absolute Ricky Starks versus the Fat Three's Aaron Solo. I enjoyed this match for what it was, especially the ending sequence where, where Starks I guess he um he, he they had like a nice little he was trying to go for the spirit and it was it, check it out if you to see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh so basically it was like this. Starts backstab solo, Aaron solo poured the he put the pressure on him, stomping on Starts in the corner. Starts hit a jawbreaker and then a DDT. Starts then speared solo and then picked up the win. QT then demanded that Nick Camarado get in the ring and starts planted Nick with a spine buster, a move of his former tag team partner. Uh, powerhouse Hobbs. So, Solo hit Starks from behind. The rest of the factor went after Starks. But Starks said, you know what? I may be a babyface, but I'm not a dumbass. He got out of the ring because he knew he was outnumbered and he jumped the guard world and left him in the dust. He was like, bro, I may be a babyface, but I'm not dumb. And then backstage, Powerhouse Hobbs was furious that Starks picked up the win. So that is going to be the next feud. And then the next match we got was this match. The TBS Women's Championship, Jay Cargill defending against Madison Rain, the newest AEW women's coach it was a match. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't really. Jay Cargill presentation aside, it was it was a match. I mean, we I, I knew I knew, and you knew, Ray Charles knew, and he's dead that Jay Cargill was going to win and remain undefeated. So yes, she's now 36 Ray and. Charles. <laughs> She is now 36-0, and 0, that being Jay Cargill, after hitting the Jaded on Madison to pick up the win. And then Athena jumped in the ring and decked Jade, and Kira pulled Jade out of the ring. So basically they're setting up Athena versus Jade for the TBS Women's Championship. And side note, shout out and well wishes to Chris Statlander. She, re- she injured her other knee mm. sometime this past week, so she's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Mm. That that was tough because I was I was voting for her to at least be the one to dethrone Jade if they just want it like because she was she had a repackage she's no longer the alien she was like more than a woman so much I'm like dang injuries suck so hopefully she she get back at it and do her thing when she when she's a hundred percent. Then we got a random backstage segment with Tony Schiavone interviewing Tony Storm at AEW Women's World Championship because with Chris Statlander Chris Statlander injured. Tony Storm is now the number one contender. And they had this little awkward back and forth. And I'm like, this really didn't need an interview segment. They could have just had this into an intimate locker room setting. But, you know, got to do what you got to do. And then in the main event, we had the AEW Interim World Championship match. It was John Moxley defending against Lionheart, Chris Jericho. He actually shaved his beard. 
and reintroduce the Lionheart gimmick. So Chris Jericho went full throttle on the whole Lionheart thing. And I'm going to be honest with you. This is a match. I wasn't really, it wasn't a bad match. I just wasn't into it as much as I probably should have. And of course, you know, John Moxley had to bleed in it. So it wouldn't be a Moxley match without him bleeding. So there's that. Uh, basically, the ending came where Jericho charged at Moxley with the championship belt, but Moxley moved out of the way. Jericho head smacked into the exposed turnbuckle. Moxley was putting Jericho into a choke, but Jericho transitioned into, in, well, he transitioned out of it. Moxley applied a rear naked choke again, and this time Jericho tapped out. Moxley wins the war. It was a blood. It was a bloodbath. <clears throat> Both men were bleeding. There was a lot of blood on this one as well. I guess by by lake quake at the lake. I guess they meant by a lot of blood because it was a lot of blood in this match and the opening match. After the match, Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara ran in, ran to the ring and attacked Moxley. Claudio, Wheeler, Yuta, Kingston, Ortiz came out to even up the odds. The rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society: Matt Menard, Angela Parker, and Daniel Garcia aka the um, um the dragon slayer sprinted out jericho was going to blast moxley with the belt but then cm punk's music hit cm punk cm punk is back officially he cleaned house of the jericho appreciation society punk the difference maker here tonight running off the jericho appreciation society that excalibur shouted cm punk and john moxley then had a stare down for the ages in the center of the ring Moxley flipped off CM Punk, showing no respect for CM Punk. So we're more than likely getting this match at AEW All Out. Like I said, it was a solid addition of Dynamite. It wasn't bad. It I, the main. I think the reason why I wasn't really into the main event is because I'm ready for the Jericho Appreciation Society and the B the BCC to move on from each other. Okay. We've seen them in Blood and Guts. We've seen them at the Anarchy in the Arena. We, I'm over it. Let's move on. It was it was a fine match for what it was. Speaking of moving on, every time you know how I said a few weeks ago, I'm ready to take a break from Dynamite. Yeah. Every time I say I'm going to take a break, Dynamite does this. Next week, dang, we're getting Danielson versus Garcia in the best two out of three falls match. The Dragon versus the Dragon Slayer. It will be presented by Game the of Thrones. The shit that I cannot escape to save my life. House of the Dragon. Yep, premieres August 17th, ladies and gentlemen. I was well, just going to talk August about this in my segment. August, August, well, August 21st. August 21st. Could it be the 21st? Yes. For this that, one? That's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Wednesday, they're, Wednesday, they're presented by Game Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, it don't come out till the 21st. So yeah, that makes 21st. Sense. 21st. And uh, we're getting that match, and Man, we're getting the first match oh. in the... AEW Trios Championship Tournament quarterfinal, which will be Andrade El Idolo, Roosh, and Dragon Lee versus the Young Bucks and question mark, question mark, question mark. Great. Interesting. 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 And speaking of interesting, the official bracket has been revealed for the upcoming AEW World Trios Championship Tournament. And it is this. You have Death Triangle. Versus Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open versus and that's in one corner. Then you have Andrade El Idolo, Dragon Lee, and Roosh versus the Young Bucks and question mark, question mark, question mark next week. Then you have House of Black versus Dark Order. And then you have Trustbusters 
versus Best Friends. The finals will take place at AEW All Out on Sunday, September 4th. What's your wild card pick for this tournament? Like, who do you think, who do you have winning this whole thing? Oh, wow. That's kind of hard. <laughs> you said the whole thing. <laughs> oh. You can just throw it off the like it's not going to it's not going to count against you like if if you just say you just want to throw a wild card out there. Wow. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot. It happens. Oh my god. Um, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Gosh. <laughs> See what he does to me. Yeah. <laughs> I want uh I want my boy Miro in there. But he's not. But he's not. So I'm gonna go with the Young Bucks. Young Bucks and to be determined? Yeah. I won't be against House of Black one though. No, I won't. I won't. I won't either. I won't. That's what I'm saying. So there's no win or loses losing when it comes to picking that. But next week, AEW. It's presented by House of Dragons, so they're going to be a fire graphics and all that stuff. You got this match that is like, M, I'm never getting that break from AEW. Because I know at some point I'm going to probably need to take a break, but it just ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to be able to watch this one because I'll be at a concert that day. Well, yeah. that night. Uh, good, well, good, thing, good thing you'll have time. Oh, yeah. Because it's on a Wednesday. So if you don't watch it live, you can always watch it. Roll it back. Mm-hmm. Roll it back. Roll it back. Roll it back. And that was enough. That was pretty much all of AEW this week. And then so we might as well talk a little bit about the showdown or is it a showdown or the, the clash at the castle? Let's talk a little bit about that before we move on to our next bit of the podcast. You got the clash at the castle is going down at Cardiff, Wales, I believe mm-hmm. that is, on yeah, Saturday, September 3rd, 2020, yeah. 2022. And then it's going to be headlined basically by this for the Undisputed Universal Championship, Drew McIntyre challenging Roman Reigns. And then you have, this is what I was talking about on Raw. You have okay. Control, six-woman six tag team match, King Coda, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Io Shirai, Bailey. Versus Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar in a six-woman tag team match. I'm kind of hoping they add a stipulation to this, like make it a tornado. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or like a street fight or something where <clears throat> there's no rules, just go crazy. Yep, that'd that's be, just me. That'd be cool though. And then they obviously signed a contract for this match, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. A one-armed Liv Morgan. So it's going to be at 1 p.m. I, I just noticed that. It's going to be at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So, hey, at least, it, at least it's going to be later in. Late, it's, at least it's going to not be a long night for me. So, and if it's on a Saturday and if it's a good show, we might review it. Might do might do our, our rare pay-per-view review and just give our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. But Showdown at the Cardiff. And then I'm trying to see, look at my notes and see before we move on to our, our, I guess our next portions of the segment. Trying to see what else we got to talk. Ah, yes, DPW believe the hype. 
that is a for those of you who know me know i always love talking about dpw deadlock pro wrestling they got a <clears throat> another event coming down going down tonight for the time you guys are listening to this on saturday it is going down tonight this dpw believe the hype so so much that I, i've seen so many people people like praise it people who are who follow me on social media or whatever they're praising it saying this is a good good show you need to check it out this that and the third so dpw believe the hype will go down saturday august 13th at 6 p.m eastern standard time more than likely i will live tweet with tweet it because i'm gonna be i'm gonna be out with the family from 12 to 4 so i'm going to try my best to live tweet it and get, get you guys un, unfiltered and you're going to get my thoughts on it because this will be my first time seeing it over on dpwondemand.com. Have you ever gotten around to checking out at least one episode of DPW Fire so you can kind of get what I be hyping so you won't be like a the odd bit. woman out? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I try not to make you be the odd woman out. Like, that's all that is. Yeah, it's 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 a solid episode. I mean, it's, it's a solid number now. So you should be pretty good as far as that is concerned. Other than that, DPW, believe that I make sure you check that out. It is going to be, I believe, let me pull up the match card. It is actually uploading right now. So let me pull up the match card right here, right in front of me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Bear with me for a split second. I am trying my best. So much going on. Being a producer is as well as being on the, on the podcast. You got, let's pull it up. Boom. Got it. Right in front of me. You got NDA, the reality versus. The Wark Horsemen. I believe their opponent, their tag team partner has been revealed. This is an old download, but their tag team partner has been revealed on Twitter. Is the NDA, the reality versus the Wark Horsemen and Mason Miles in a six-man tag team match. AEW's DA, Dante Martin goes one-on-one -on -one with Diego Hill, a match that I'm I'm personally one I, I can't wait to see because uh two people who gravity forgot literally are gonna go are gonna clash in the sky. So there's that. Then we're going to have the DPW Women's World Championship, the inaugural Women's World Championship crown as Rachel Rose, who was a recent nurse on Monday Night Raw, versus Rosemary of Impact Wrestling. So that is a match that you guys should check out. And also another match, Kanosuke Takeshita has finally left the, uh, America, but you can check out one of his last matches in America for now. He, he's, he, he, as of, I believe, Friday, he flew back to Japan. He's going to go one-on-one -on -one with Andrew Everett, the giant Andrew Everett. Then you're going to have a one, two, three, four, five, a five-man, I guess you could say a, a five-way match, sort of. It's going to be Jay Malachi versus Sean Kemp versus Chase Holiday versus Lucky Ali versus Joe Lando. And then you're going to have... Calvin Tankman, the inaugural DPW National Champion, defending against BA. I'm not going to butcher your name, but this is who he's going to defend the title against. Uh, check it out if you haven't done so. If you if you don't if you want to, and then obviously this match right here, one of the main events, or if not the main event, Donnie Ray challenges DPW World Champion Bojack, the inaugural champion for the DPW World's Heavyweight Championship, a stacked card. So much and so much more, I can say, because it's, it's so many matches I didn't even pull up. But check it out, DPW. DPW believe the hype. Saturday, August thirteenth on DPWondemand.com. 
believe the hype really that's it's in the name this is this is a, a, a independent company that i've personally have been invested invested in and been basically partnering with my money i'm part of their patreon to to help get this thing going so hopefully you guys can check it out because so far they do not intend on stopping at all acknowledge me all right it is the point of the podcast where we close it out the only way we know how and that is we officially officially chop it up with the bandit take it away miss rebel hey so okay um we did mention earlier about the game of thrones house of dragon uh segment for a little bit that is premiering august 21st I do recommend y'all, if y'all have not, okay, here's the thing. If y'all have not seen Game of Thrones, watch that first. Get that out the way. At least try. Or at least try. I don't, I don't, I don't, they're not I really tied. It, but don't, I, I know. They're, it's, they're not, they're it's not really. Yeah, they're not really. It's I would good. say that if it was a sequel. But since it's yeah, a prequel. It's like, yeah, it's a prequel. So you can like, kind of yeah. get away with not seeing it. Yeah. But still check it out if you want. If you want to get an understanding of everything the, that's going on. Yeah, if you want to get an understanding that's being played in this watch Basically. that parts. <laughs> Basically. Um, I believe there is the season finale of Pretty Little Liars that's supposed to come out, I think August 18th. Pretty what? Pretty Little Liars. It's like a look to me, in my opinion. It's a teenage show. I no, really no, 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 no. I thought that show ended like a few years ago. Like, oh. it's, back, it's still on? Because oh. I've seen Pretty Little Liars, the, the, the one that came on Freeform. You got Pretty a, Little Liars, a, and then it's like a whole little other... Uh, is it? Is this like a reboot? Think, no, I don't even think it's a reboot. I think they, they're still going with it. It's just different. Uh, gosh, I can't even get it. It's on HBO Max? Yes. Oh. Uh. Uh, pretty. I'm about. We 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 looking at this live because I'm like I thought that shit ended a long time ago. Uh oh, Pretty Little Lions Original Sin. Yes. Oh, okay. So oh, that's a that is a reboot sort it's of a reboot. Yeah, because they had their the one that I was talking about, Pretty Little Lions. So it is basically uh da, da, da. it's not it's not by the same creator. Some some okay. it is the fourth television series in the Pretty Little Liars franchise. Okay, cool. I didn't even yeah. know it was more than one, but all right. Uh-huh. And then just... the season premiere for it was July twenty eighth, and then their season finale. I think the season finale is supposed to be August eighteenth. So okay, so it was on HBO Max. So oh. oh, okay, so they had Pretty Little Liars, Pretty Dirt, Dirty Secrets, Ravenswood, yeah. Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist. I remember The Perfectionist because I tried to watch it the first episode. I say, yep, this I officially aged out of their demographic so that doesn't mean jack shit to me so i just stopped watching it so okay so they got a reboot okay that's cool I, i'm genuine i'm like oh shit this is an uh, war. all right um also uh i've heard bullet train is already out it came out august 6th so i believe they said that's a pretty good movie um okay. if you guys still haven't seen pray not pray as in P-R-A-Y. We got to do that anyway. Y'all need to do that in life, period. I, I need Jesus. I recommend you do that. Prayer works. Anyway, I'm talking about P-R-E-Y. Oh, that pray like like Predator. Good. 
Yeah, that movie is still good. Like, I still like it. And it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be way before Arnold Schwarzenegger came. It's a prequel. Yeah, like, this is like when the natives were, like, here. So it's like, I like that better. A little bit. Just a little bit. It's still kind of good, though, but you got to stick with it. Um, also, uh, if you haven't checked out P-Valley, I recommend you do that. To all my P-Valley fans, if y'all want to. Hmm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still behind. Out. <laughs> check that out. Um, I'm hoping they do a season finale. I'm hoping they do that. But I mean, um, What you mean? I'm pretty sure they got a season finale soon. Or are you talking about like... Two. Oh, the next season? No, this season, me season three, because this is the second season. Yeah, it's it's season. Yeah, this is this season two. Yeah, still saying season two. So I'm just like I'm hoping it'd be a season finale, unless the last episode was. But I'm not sure. All right. Because I'm like keep keep it going. Like don't end it right here. Like give me one more episode, then we can reboot for season three. I'm pretty sure they're good because it's not HBO Max. Because HBO Max they they keep yeah that's on stars. So yeah, make sure y'all look into that too. Um, other than that, I do recommend you you know stay safe out here. Please don't do anything stupid. If you have not purchased your Tiana Taylor tickets in the state of Atlanta, I'm going to need you to go ahead and get that too because she will be coming next Wednesday as well. So she'll be at the Coca-Cola Roxy. If y'all don't know where that is, that's like getting close to Truist Park. Um, But I think it's going to be a a fun, fun show. I'm going to be there, so that's going to be even more fun for me. Anyway. Before we get out of here, we got two new got got two little tidbits. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of you a little bit. I I <laughs> I hit up my I hit up my Discord. If you guys haven't um officially joined the Grass Discord, I actually told him I said, bro, give me y'all un- most unpopular wrestling opinions. But because I got this idea from IG, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this idea, and I actually I'm gonna reach out some of this I um un- unpopular opinions from at Russell sections on Instagram. Number one, they said John Moxley bleeding all the time in most of his matches is not entertaining. It's corny to watch. Hmm. Wow. Number two, Liv Morgan isn't championship material and is overrated. Whoa, y'all are just okay. Keep it going. Kevin Owens should have defeated Kofi Kingston for the WWE championship, not Brock Lesnar. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I agree. I agree. Because <laughs> it would have been, it would have been longer than seven seconds. I agree. I, agree. I would have been longer than if Kofi had to lose that title. It, it, at least it could have been to somebody who didn't squat. Every time I think about that, it, it irritates me. Uh, next one, number four, Dean Ambrose is far more enjoyable and fun to watch than John Moxley. Uh, depend if you're talking about Shield, Dean Ambrose, sure. If you're talking about the Dean Ambrose that was on his way out the door, hell no. Uh-huh. And then number five, it said WWE does not need Johnny Gargano and he does not need to come back to the WWE. Eh, I mean, if they need a, a, a perfect underdog, sure. But if they don't, and now let's switch over to Discord because I told you I got that idea from, from them. I is going to be anonymous and it and I told them to make it fun and don't hold back. I got two so far, or was it two? No, I got three so far. So let yeah, yeah, three. Let's do that. Uh so. Someone said the Young Bucks gotta be the most overrated tag team that has ever existed. The amount of people that think the all-out match with them and the Lucha Bros was good is unprecedented. 
That match was structureless ass and corn chips for the entire time. The only time the Young Bucks is good is when they are in there with competitors better than themselves. Moxley and Kingston, FTR, and practically every team during their New Japan run. I just don't get it, man. Ooh, talk about somebody's gonna get mad at that. So that's that's that it's unpopular for a reason. Someone else says SmackDown 2016 is still the best era of SmackDown since the Ruthless Aggression era. WWE after the 2016 draft was on fire, specifically SmackDown. I said unpopular opinion, not right opinion. Everybody knows SmackDown 2016 was one of the best eras of SmackDown, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Then the last one said 2018 SmackDown kind of hit different. I mean, I barely remember 2018 it. SmackDown. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I mean, of course it hit different. I forgot it. I, I guess it did hit different. Because, goddamn, I forgot it. And then before we get out of here officially, did you hear about the Sasha Banks and Omari Miller controversy on no, Twitter? I did not. All right. So also to interject before you get into that, um, uh, if anybody are Jason Momoa fans, go check out this TV show called C. It's on Apple TV. Get season one and two out the way because season three is coming soon. Obviously. Ain't Batista on there? Yes, he is. All right. So if you're a wrestling fan and you want to check out Batista acting, who pretty much has range and he comes when he comes to acting, pretty, he actually did pretty good. In this that's what I'm saying. He has range, so doesn't like check him, check it out. I, I, do I have Apple TV? I probably got Apple TV. Don't even know it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Savannah Gall over at Wrestling Republic for doing an actual article on this entire debacle. Uh, she said this. I'm going to read her entire article because she's actually a good... Uh, she, I follow her on Twitter and she's actually a, a, pretty, a pretty good conversation. Uh, she said this on her article she says as usual there was always controversy on wrestling twitter as always nine times out of ten the drama involves signed talent with a hot take of their own this week's hot take has been brought to you by nxc star she said superstar but i'm gonna correct her star amari miller and her tweets about sasha banks's race to give you a quick recap miller went on twitter this week to show love to athena formerly known as Ember Moon in WWE, and to speak a personal goal of hers into existence. And she said this, Shout out to Ember Moon being the first and only African-American NXT Women's Champion. NXT Gold, let's make it two. Hmm. Seems harmless, right? Fans immediately commented on the post to point out that Sasha Banks is actually the first African-American to be NXT Women's Champion. In return, Miller responded with her opinion, dismissing claims that Sasha Banks made history. Both the original tweet and the response caused major backlash, and Amari Miller continued to subjectively add salt to the wound by posting a screenshot of Sasha's Wikipedia that described her mixed race. Mm. She said, "No thanks. Sasha is German, and I am and black. I said African American." She kept talking, which was shut the fuck up. Um, she said, "For everyone on Twitter, fully black NXT." NXT champion Ember Moon I'm aware of what I posted Sasha is great and legendary for sure let's not forget <sighs> 24 hours well that was dumb because as soon as she said all that and the stands came for her only thing Amari Miller really said was hold on Gina oh shit hey, hey, hey. that's all she could say oh shit she said something stupid <sighs> what 
if you have a if you have a majority percentage, in my opinion, and, I, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, if you have a majority of black in your blood, no matter if you're mixed with Latina, white, German, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you're mixed with, you're black. Yeah, you're still black. It don't matter. You're black. I'm native and Italian. I'm still black. The way my family's set up, I'm probably mixed with everything under the sun. Exactly my point. Oh, I know what's going on with mine. So but at, like, the the day, on at the end sides, of the day, at the end of the day, we're black. <laughs> and at the end of the day, Sasha Banks is black. Mercedes black. Renato is black. Black. <laughs> Twenty four, and then obviously she deleted her Twitter for a minute because I guess she got too much of a backlash because she she was dumb. Uh, Twenty four hours after deleting her. Twitter, she came back online to issue a quote-unquote apology. The apology was not directed towards Sasha, but it was directed towards Twitter for not understanding where she was coming from. She said this, and I quote, I didn't mean I didn't mean bad intentions with what I had said, but I do want to apologize. I meant something super well, and it came across horribly. I want to sincerely apologize to everyone. I also have to understand that posting on a social media platform can sound one way to me. I think that was an apology. It didn't come off as an apology, but it looked like it and Savannah continued, she said, at least every three months, a mixed race person in the wrestling business gets, quote unquote, canceled on social media for what they say. For months, I have witnessed numerous dragging sessions on Twitter. At times, I will speak up in defense. I have been silent on most issues, but the tweets from Amari Miller was my final straw in regards to mixed race representation, not just in wrestling, but in life in general. Amari's opinion about Sasha Banks does not surprise me as somebody who is also of mixed race. It is a discredit to everything Sasha has accomplished. That being said, she is not only she is not the only one who has constantly had her accomplishments dismissed because of her mixed race. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been questioned and scrutinized for years. Yeah, Identi identity is always a complicated complex for the mixed race community. It's hard to celebrate who we are when you constantly have people assigning your placement in society based on what they think you should be based on on your outward appearance the internet thing with roman that's everyone because like, he's mixed as well yeah the internet wrestling community is no different if you are mixed and you don't tweet hashtag black wrestling matters or don't participate in a photo shoot to commemorate black history month for the company you get ostracized for lack of participation of representation for the of the community but if you do participate quote unquote why are you here it is what it is and it is something that is forever embedded in our identity trying to fit in or being forced to pick a side so to speak she she included a tweet another tweet where someone basically corrected amari miller with her quote-unquote apology she said they said being raised and mixed being mixed and not being accepted by any race was the source of my depression at a young age. As I've gotten older, I've grown to accept that society doesn't want us. We're merely tolerated in both communities. Huh? And she continued, on the flip side, using mixed race talent to prove your point of diversity in the workplace is not the vibe. Tony Khan's tweet, going back to Tony Khan from New Year's, New Year's Eve last year, Tony Khan's tweet in regards to Big Swole's release was distasteful, in my opinion. That's Savannah's opinion. Out of all, out of the seven names he mentioned, five of them are of mixed race, which did not help his defense of not utilizing enough black, black, black talent. Why would I be proud of representation in that scope? I'm pretty sure I don't need to bring up the tweet where he basically said this, that, and the third, or whatever. And, she's, and she continued, 
Am I saying that the mixed community in wrestling should be celebrated just as much as everybody else? Absolutely not. Despite some people's beliefs, every time a mixed person expresses themselves on social media, there is no quote-unquote mixed race agenda that is being forced. We, I, myself included, as somebody working in media, are here to make history and smash glass ceilings just like everyone else, which is what Sasha Banks has been doing since the moment she laced up her boots for the first time in Boston. Discrediting, discrediting her NXT title reign is also discrediting her making history alongside Bianca Belair headlining as the main event of WrestleMania last year. You cannot discredit The Rock's accomplishment as the first WWE, then WWF champion in 1998 and turn around and dismiss Sasha's achievement just because she's quote-unquote too light to fit in your box, so to speak. That dynamic of thinking turns into a colorism issue, and that's a different discussion for a different time. In my opinion, the light versus dark discord is very annoying. You got damn right. Because have you been growing up in school where people didn't like me because I was too bright? I was too bright so what I did was I this is me as a kid I grew up and I, I actually take showers I purposely went and played in dirt to get darker because they was criticizing me for being too light when I went to school so it was that's how bad it was. So believe you me, I and now I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'm 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 a sexy beast. I don't give a fuck what you think. So I feel like that now, like but my situation was like the height thing, like the height thing and the weight thing. Like, oh my gosh, you're you short, but you're so little. So you're short, you look you're short, you're little, you're too you're short, you're little, you're too dark, you're this, that, and the third. Right. It, was, it was always that. So like, she, and you too big. Right. So she can, so, so she continue so she continue with this article. This is a nice little article that I want you guys to read as well. I, I, I probably I probably wrap up here, but she says stop putting mixed race talent in a box that they don't want to be in. Stop using mixed race wrestlers as a catalyst for making your promotions more diverse because you refuse to book predominantly black deserving talent on your shows. Stop trying to cancel them on social media because they didn't tweet on Juneteenth. Even if they did, they still will get dragged and that is a discord that is unnecessary and exhausting to navigate. Sasha Banks is black enough to make history as a black champion. She made history as the first African-American woman in a Hell in a Cell match. She has made history in many aspects, as I, as she has mentioned above. Amari Miller is entitled to her opinion of Sasha Banks, which is very loud and wrong, and I wish her the best in her future endeavors because she ruined any chance of a title run and being that third. I ain't going to lie to you. Until she put out that tweet, I didn't, I forgot all about Amari Miller. <laughs> Because she was on the NXT, the last time we saw her, she was injured by last. She was in, in a match by La, with Last Legend, and that was a few months ago. I think she was in the Battle Royal that they had a few weeks back. But what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you, like I, I for the first thing before we get our thoughts, before we wrap up today's podcast too. Uh, shout out once again to Samantha. Oh, not Samantha, Savannah. I'm sorry, Savannah. I'm I'm tired. Savannah Gall. Shout out to you for this well thought out article uh like i want to do more articles like that she's another black uh writer who's out here doing her thing shout out to her for that i wanted to close out with that but uh i'm gonna get i'm gonna get your opinion as well but honestly sasha's black old girl was stupid old girl was stupid (laughs) at the end of the day old girl was stupid like i don't know what else to say about that like she's black Come on. Uh, Sasha's black old girl was stupid. That that that's pretty much that's all let I can it, say. Let it go. Let it go. 
With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. Check us out at GreshUnleashed.com. Make sure you follow Swallow over at Swallow the Bandit Three on Twitter or at Rebel. She she has an IG. It's just it's all over the place, but she has an IG. It's tagged on at, at the Gresh Unleashed podcast on on our Instagram as, as well. If you want to follow the podcast itself www.greshunleashed.com or follow us on every, everywhere you listen to your, everywhere you listen to your podcast at Gresh Unleashed or follow us on social media at Gresh Unleashed as well as follow us your boy at Josh Gresh from ORG and with that being said you guys make sure you guys stay safe out here in these streets like, like Swella said and like we always say and make sure you always remember in this world of unknown that you are appreciated you are loved and you are accepted and respected by yours truly as well as your queen of rebels and with that being said you guys stay safe out here in these streets and remember to always eat sleep flex and repeat and drink your water yeah. and drink some water don't be like rick flair don't get dehydrated and do something stupid drink your water drink water stay hydrated we out be crazy your your middle name is macho but um I'm wondering if you ever cry. You ever has a macho man ever cried? Oh yeah. Really? Uh-huh. It's okay for macho men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times, I'm gonna cry some more. But I've soared with the eagles and I've slithered with the snakes and I've been everywhere in between. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. There's one guarantee in life and that there are no guarantees, yeah. And I understand this. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes a quitter. Nobody said life was easy. So if you get knocked down, take the standing eight count, get back up and fight again. And you're a macho maniac. Dig it.